Hello, everyone. Welcome to Beans, the the, the web's coffee roasters only podcast. If you are not a coffee roaster, stop listening right now. Please turn off this podcast it's, if you do not. It's not, it's not for you. Roast coffee. It's not for you. Oh no, that was that was <laughs> that was a little joke again. Um, this is actually Bear versus Mancast. Uh, it's Wednesday, February twenty fifth, and. Um, Ryan and I are going to tell you a little bit about video games, specifically what we played this week, and maybe a little bit of news about what's going on in the world of video games. We skipped the news last week. I Yeah, I tried to cram it in at the end, yeah. but we just played so many games. We had like two weeks worth of games built up that we just had to gush about. I have this problem again where I where I have a list here of about three games. I played too many you know, games. I actually had a... I actually had a point last week where I was like, dude, I don't, I don't think I've played enough games. I don't know what I'm going to talk about on the podcast. And then I played, like, all of the games, and I don't have that problem anymore. Great. Yeah, it's awesome. Ryan, what's my name? Oh, uh, your name is Nick. Yeah. I feel like I feel like in the future you should say your name, too. I don't want to. That's fine, also. We'll talk about okay. it. Okay. This is a discussion. This is a discussion for another time, this is Ryan. the discussion cast. The cast about you know what's the... not a discussion for another time. Yes. What games did you play this week? Okay. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. Um. So I don't, I don't know. Am I? Is it like really shocking or? Um. No. All right. That sounds that sounds like good old Ryan. So um I I I've been um putting a fair amount of time into Puyo Puyo Tetris this week. Yeah, um, you you've been playing with like the one player. Yeah, I beat the the whole um, single player story mode, which was hard as fuck. Can you can you tell me so just real quick? Because I don't think I'm ever gonna play it. Can you just no. break down like the general story beat of Puyo Pop Tetris for me? I will try, but it's in Japanese. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought I thought because you bought a Japanese game, you were um, fluent. Or otherwise able to read it. No. I just... I can play Tetris and Puyo Puyo. Um, kind of. No, I'm, I'm actually okay at Puyo Puyo. Um, it's hard as okay. fuck. Um, that's the one I've had the least practice with. Obviously, every child in America has played Tetris. That's not true. Um, but we have. But, um... So, Puyo Puyo Tetris, the story mode, from what I can gather, I started off in a spaceship... And I had to play Puyos, and then I landed, and I went to high school, and I met Dr. Science Bear. Really? Yes, that's really happened. Alchemist Bear? Uh, yeah, Alchemist Bear. Um, okay. And and then there's all these characters, and I don't know what's happening. And then we went back to space, and then we went to, like, super space, which is just, like... Oh, okay. Because there was, like, preordained, um, I don't know, like, weird churchy looking things you went in but and then you played a bunch of Puyo Puyo and Tetris and sometimes they were together um and sometimes did you play as it was really hard did did you play as a specific character or were you just like no you're like bouncing your character wasn't present and you just played you're playing as Ryan you're bouncing all over the place you're playing as like there's I think there's 20 characters and you eventually play as all of them do the different characters matter at all? No. They are completely aesthetic. Interesting. Um, which is why everybody should just play as their favorite person. 
So we actually we played this game a couple weeks ago or two weeks ago now. Yeah. Um, and we didn't talk about it on the podcast because we're assholes. Oops. Um, so it turns out that there really is no reason not to play as Tetris Bot, the greatest character ever um, in any medium. I unlock Sword Kid, um, which you haven't met yet. Mm. Um, he's a pretty cool dude. Doesn't uh, is so, is he a robot that plays Tetris? Nope. Then he's not as cool as Tetris Bot. Yeah, it's pretty hard to be as cool as Tetris Bot. But that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um. But I I love that game. Uh, I put way more time into it than I thought I ever would. Um, yeah, you you surprised me with that. Yeah, too. I thought I was just gonna. It's it's got like four player looking local multiplayer and online multiplayer actually. Um, now that I found a menu translation, um, hmm. but you can pick that game up on an import site um, for not too much um, money, like less than a regular game. Um, but eh, like. It, I think I picked up my copy for like fifty bucks. Hmm. That's not bad. It's not. Um, and uh, PS4 and Xbox One are completely region free, so you can just pop that bad boy right in there. And I'm assuming, but I'm assuming the multiplayer is not cross-platform. I don't think so, but um, and I don't know why it would be. That'd be the craziest goddamn thing ever. But I was just, it's called the just PC. Wondering. Yeah. Which, I mean, which Puyo Puyo Tetris is not available for. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. I was, like, taking it back there for a second. I was like, obviously, I like PC games, but I don't think that game is on that platform. No, it's not. Um, but it's if you like Tetris and you've heard of Puyo Puyo, this is a game that you might like. <laughs> or vice versa, yeah. I guess. I mean, if you're in that boat. Um, uh, yeah, it's, um... I mean, is it, like, a direct collaboration? Or who 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 makes that game? Yeah, you know that's a really good question. That I, if I was prepared, I would know. Um, I, I don't. I don't actually want to shame you for not being prepared. I should just look it up. Well, in the meantime, why don't you tell me about a game that you played, and we'll do. We'll just throw a wrench in this. Oh, thing. We're, we're doing like a we're doing like a back and forth thing here. Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna do it. Oh, it's developed by Sonic Team of all things. What? Shut the. No, I'm, Are you sure? I'm dead ass. According to uh, oh hey, there's a Wikipedia, there's a 3DS and a Wii U version. Yeah, and a PS Vita. This thing came on everything. It came on on PS3. Why? Um, can we just can they just please just translate this game? No, I think um, there's a big problem with um, using Tetris with other things in America. Oh, because of EA. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why. EA got their claws into Tetris, and they're like, caca. <laughs> It precisely. We're not letting it go. Hey, okay, so I'm going to tell you about a game now? Yeah, sure. This is crazy. Okay. This is madness. Um, so I played Majora's Mask 3D. Again? Um, a lot. Uh-oh. It's like the number one game, most played game this week. Um, survey says number one game. Um, I, I really, really like it. Um, they did change some things, though, which took me by surprise. Like what? Uh, do you remember? Well, I don't, I'm going to ask you about a game that came out in 1999, and you probably haven't played. Well, you tried playing it since, I'm sure. Um, do you remember the Stone Mask? Is that the name of the game? <laughs> no, it's that's the, it's a mask in Majora's Mask. Uh, not really, no. Well, there was this there's this like dying soldier ghost guy who 
needs a potion and he's in a particular area in the original version and they just changed him to a completely different area that admittedly makes sense in the context Mm. but I wasn't ready for that they also added they changed the location of one bottle and then added another one and now there's seven bottles in that game ah well seven that's that's a lot of bottles I I think they just had the bottom screen they had like a grid they have a grid of all the the inventory and it's like I want to say it's like four by four or something or maybe like four by five Mm -hmm. I think they started counting all the items and they go oh shit we don't it's gonna be an empty spot. What are we gonna do? It's gonna be an empty spot. What are we gonna do? Like, calm, calm down. Calm, just, just put in another bottle. Just, everything's gonna be okay. We're just gonna put in another bottle. Add a little mini game here. Everything's gonna be okay. That's what I do when I have extra spaces. I just put a bottle in it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I mean, empty, empty bottles are, are like kind of generic placeholders in those games. And I'm all. I always like having more, but I don't need seven. I feel like That's, I don't know. Four is sufficient. Uh, the original game had six. Yeah. I always thought that was a crazy high amount, but I was okay with it. Wasn't that game... Four is great. I'll take four. Wasn't that game... They had, like, a, an emphasis on having potions on you at all times? Um, nah. I feel like there's one that, like, you you wanted to I want to say that was potions. one of the newer ones. Yeah, that might be true. I want to say, like, Skyward Sword did that more. That makes sense. Oh, I mean, yeah, have that's red, right. Have red potions always fully healed you? I don't think so. I think they either... I think it's a set amount of hearts. And I want to okay, say well, it's I 10. never use them. I literally never use them in any game. I, any Zelda game I play, and I played, like, all... Like, every single Zelda game. Yeah. Um, but I noticed last night that red potion heals you fully in Majora's Mask 3D, and that's up to 20 hearts. So, like, maybe that's a... You know, maybe they want you to use red potions. Maybe. Lon Lon Milk can only heal you up to 10 per bottle. Oh, I um, think um, in Skyward Sword, because there is no Lon Lon Milk, there's like, um, you put bugs in your potion and it makes it a super potion. And I think that was oh, a Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, there was a whole crafting system. There was a time where that game was my favorite Zelda game. No longer. Really? What, what replaced it? Um... I was so proud of you for thinking that because that game's really good, and you had the courage to stand up and say, "Hey, f- fuck the haters! Fuck the haters!" I like this Sk- Skyward great. Sword. I love Skyward Sword. Um, no, well, I, I'm pretty sure it's Wind Waker now. Um, okay, acceptable HD version. Yes. Okay, because the HD version obje- is objectively better. It is the same with all of their mm. remakes. I feel like they're objectively better. Um, you know, all the 3D ones are great. The, the 3D version of Majora's Mask is incredible. Um, and I actually had this thought okay. uh, the other day when I was playing it. And I was, like, doing some some obscure side quest stuff that I remember from, like, memorizing everything from that game when it came out in 1999. And I was, like, thinking about what I was doing. And I suddenly had this realization. I was, like, if I had never played Majora's Mask before, I was just some random guy who owned a 3DS and I liked Zelda games. And I picked this game up. How in the world would I know how to do any of this extra stuff? And the game, like, heard me talking about it and responded uh, because I was walking around Clocktown and the bombers, like, the, the little kids in their secret club just, like, walked up to me and gave me, like, a hint. They they, spread, they gave me, like, a rumor of, like, something that might be going on in Clocktown mm. or otherwise. 
and it appeared in my bomber's notebook in my like quest log and it basically said like hey i heard some shit goes down at midnight of the first day in north clocktown where the bomb lady could potentially be getting robbed and i was like oh okay well that answers my question if you've never played this game before they include all these hints of like places you can potentially go to to get heart pieces and like interact with the world because otherwise without like having game FAQs open yeah. or having it memorized like me I don't know how you possibly would know how to do any of that stuff in that game. Yeah. And a lot of the heart pieces, and there's so many heart pieces, a lot of heart pieces are, like, wicked esoteric. And, like, you'd never know how to to get them that way unless they they pushed you a little bit. Mm. Yeah. And they're good like that because they'll show you, like, I completed, like, the business shrub thing last night where you're selling land deeds to different shrubs. Business shrub. And they... They let you know, like along the way, how many. It's like every like every time you do a a, a thing of it, a, a part of the chain, it brings up your menu, and there's like, all right, that part's done, and now there's another one. And then when I did the last one, it gave me a big old stamp. It was just like, all right, that that quest chain's over. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. knew I didn't have to keep looking. That's nice. Of so them. they made some, yeah, yeah, you know, they made some, made some pretty modern improvements on it. Um, I don't know if I'd say, like, everyone who owns a 3DS has to own Majora's Mask 3D, but, I mean, if you're a Zelda fan, it's the best way to play this game. So you're, you you pretty much have to play it, or you're, you're, like, I don't think you can call yourself a Zelda fan. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure everybody who likes Zelda will pick that up, realistically. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Okay, so you don't have... If you're a Zelda fan, you pick up Majora's Mask 3D, you don't have to like it. You can say, well, this deviates too much from the formula that I've come to love from Zelda. I respect that, but I think you should give it a shot, because I think it does some pretty amazing things with the, the formula. Yeah. And I, I talked about for like 20 minutes last week. So, mm-hmm. um, What else did you play this week, Ryan? Oh, boy. Here's a doozy. Okay. Are you ready mm-hmm. for a doozy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I picked up this game called Offworld Trading Company. I think I've heard about this. I'm surprised, honestly. Um, it's, I hear about a lot of stuff. It's, it's it, I got my fingers in a lot of pies. Do you? How many pies? Roughly. Like 50. That's a lot of pies. I'm, I'm rounding. How, you don't have that many fingers, so like, you, is it like a rotation system, or are you just pies? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, sweet. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. Okay. Offworld Trading Company is um, the best way to describe this game is it's a um, an Earth Expedition Martian economic trading simulator. Sounds thrilling. Yeah, uh, it is. It's great. Um, so the whole premise of the game is that um, you are a small startup company looking to um, excavate resources from Mars um, back looking to, to Earth. get into podcasting? Yes. Cool. That's very that's, topical. That's one of the, the main um, resources that you can farm. Can you, can you roast coffee beans? Um, yes. Do they drink coffee beans in space? Yes. Okay. All, awesome. all is true. 
Um, so when you when you get to your little part of Mars, um, you like ping the surface to find uh, nodes of like water and aluminum and iron and carbon and things like that. Um, these are like your main um, resources that you use to get other things. Um, and then once you do that, mm-hmm. you set up your little base. And then you, you you start small and you get to build like five buildings, and so but you need like water for all of the people who live in your little space colony and food for those Makes people. Sense. But you also need to like set up your economic empire. And so when you're pinging the world, you're like looking for what it's high in, which is going to be something that's not worth a lot. Um, and so you want to find the thing on the map that there really isn't much of and try to focus on it um, in order to – because eventually what's going to happen is you and the people you're competing with are going to be competing for and selling these resources. Um, mm-hmm. And so there's this constant fluctuation of prices and things based on what you're producing, what everyone else is producing, and what you flood the market with. So it's super intense. Huh. Um, like I was, I'm playing the tutorials right now, which are kind of hard as fuck. So I can't imagine like playing a real game. Um, but the way the tutorials are structured, it's just like you walk in and um, you have to win as like one of the four. Um, there's like four different people you can be. There's like the humans, the scavengers, robots, and scientists, and each robots. one um, is good at something or they don't need a particular resource like robots oh, like robots don't drink water exactly robots don't need food um you still want water because a lot of your other buildings use water like steel mm-hmm. like steel manufacturing uses water um <clears throat> but like i was playing as the robots and uh, i noticed that food was selling for a lot and so I started to make food, and despite not using it, I sold all the food and made a bunch of money. It was yeah, that's a little bit messed up. It was sick. Would you eat food made by robots? I think we do now, currently. So yeah, but there's there's human intervention along the way. But like you're talking about food that's produced straight up by people who by beings that don't need it or want it and know nothing about it. Yeah, I bet you it's delicious. You go to like. Welch's Grape Juice Factory and you'd ask the guy who runs the place be like, what does Welch's Grape Juice taste like? He'd be like, I don't know. I don't have taste buds and I don't drink grape juice. If I did, it would destroy the circuits of my body and kill me. Sound, sounds delicious. I probably wouldn't drink Welch's Grape Juice in that situation. I'm, I, might I also cons- don't drink it now. I might consider it. This podcast is sponsored by Welch's Grape Juice. Um, <laughs> uh, so about this game. Yes. Does it play out like a um, like an all at once, like a a real time strategy type of thing. Like yes. you sit down, and you say, "I'm playing as the robots, and I'm going to modify these things about my map, and I'm going to be facing off against the humans." Yes. And so you and like I think uh, it uh, supports up to six um, total uh, civilizations, companies um, on the same map. On the same map, uh, and the maps are pretty small. Um, you're you're pretty crammed in with um, the other uh, opponents. Um, it kind of it kind of um, looks like uh, a Civ game, 
And in fact, it, it, one of the developers of Sim made this game. Civ, not Sim. Is it? It's, is it hexagonal? It is. There are many oh, hexes man. to oh, be had. I just, I had imagined up to this point, I had imagined like Warcraft Three, but with robots that made canned tuna. <laughs> and now I'm, you're telling me there's hexagons, and I'm like, I'm out. There's, yeah, there's many hexes, and there's actually no units in this game that you can like control. Um, all you're doing mm-hmm. is you're constructing constructing buildings um, that generate resources over time. Hmm. Um, and so the way you win a game of Offworld Trading Company um, is you have to accrue enough assets um, to be able to uh, raise your stock price. Um, to the point where someone else can't buy you out, and then you have to buy out everybody. It sounds like a combination of Tropico and Itadaki Street. I don't know Itadaki Street. You never played that at, at uh, Yuki's house? Uh, no. The game with... Well, we played the version that was Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy, and then you traded stocks and stuff and went around a board. And they had a three. They had a DS version with Final Fantasy and Mario. Nope. Really? Yep. Like I said, let me let me refer you back to the fingers and my pies, and how I know about so many games. That's true. Um, but I think this game is great. Even though you're not done with the tutorial, you're gonna pass judgment on it. Yeah, no, that's fine. I think. Okay. Um, I'm. We'll see how you feel about uh, out. Uh, other world, outer world, off world trading, off world trading company. Yep. So I said next week. Okay, I'm gonna try to finish the tutorial. I'm almost done. I just need to to win as science, um, which is the last uh, faction. <laughs> science. Yeah, science. Oh, you play as science. You just play as Steve. science, and I don't know what they do yet. Um, but I'm I'm, I'm imagining uh, it's it's sciency. Yeah, I would I would think so. Yeah. But anything else you want to tell me about off off world trading company? Yeah, it's really good and people should play it. The only thing that sucks where is can that we're gonna play this game and how much does it cost? It, okay, so it's on Steam. Um, it is in early access, um, but they're they're pretty much just trying to look for game breaking bugs and and. You know things that aren't supposed yeah. to happen, like as intended. So it's, it's done. Basically. It's pretty much done, um, but it's forty dollars. Ooh, so it's a, I think that's that's why I think I saw it yep. on Steam and I said forty dollars and I erased it from my memory. Yeah, that's a thing. And all I remember was the name. Yeah, so I, I it just sounded so interesting when I heard about it that I was like, okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it. I did it. And I don't regret it. There's so many games I'd rather buy that cost that amount of money that I haven't been buying because they they cost that amount of money. Mm. Yeah, it's but it's really good um, if you're into economic real time strategy simulator things. Yes, that uh, yes that subgenre that subgenre of of um, real time strategy game. Well, are you? What's it? Are you? Is the next game you're going to talk about that game? Where you build machines that kill villagers? How did you guess? Because you told me you played it. Yeah. Um. You texted me that. I'm. I'm going to talk about one though first. Okay. I, unfortunately, I don't have anything interesting to share with the the, the team, the with the class. No. Because the rest of the games I play this week are games I've already played before. Uh oh. 
Um, I got back into Dark Souls 2. Oh, good. Because I was itching. Like, I was... Itching for a kitchen. I was looking forward to the HD release that we're getting, um, Dark Souls 2, Scholar of the First Sin. Oh, yeah, that's happening. On April 7th. I forgot. Um, And that includes, like, all the DLC, and they they also patched the game. They did, like, a major content patch to go along with it. Mm Mm-hmm. And, but in my research, I was I was like looking up. I was like, I wonder what's being included in this patch, so I can edu- educate myself and just prepare myself and fuel the hype train a little bit. Um, and I found out that the content patch came out for the existing game mm-hmm. um, on the fifth. Oh shit! So I was playing that to see what's up. I'm obviously still going to get the. I already pre-ordered the. Uh, the re-release, the HD version for the Xbox One, um, because it, I don't have all the DLC. How many monies is that? I'm pretty sure the, the HD version. You mean? Yeah. I'm. It's a full price. It's. I think it's sixty dollars. That's a bummer. Um, but I guess it's mostly for people who never played the original version. The PC version is getting everything. They're getting the graphical enhancements. Um. You have to buy the deal. Like you can buy it, they're going to bundle it with the DLC. But the PC version is getting the content and the graphical enhancements on April seventh. So, oh, do I do I not have to buy a new version? Not on PC because do you have it on PC. I do. Oh yeah, you can just like play that game, but oh, do you won't get the DLC. You'll have to just like buy the the, the DLC if you want to play it. So here's the thing: and I never. I've heard that understood. there's like three bits of DLC, yeah. and they add like fifteen hours of gameplay. Uh-huh. So, so or like not each, but like maybe a total of, of give or take 20 mm-hmm. depending on how bad you are at that game. I'm pretty bad. And you were saying the thing about this game? Yeah, so what I don't get about Dark Souls uh DLC is um it, they never like tell you where it is. Yeah, they give you hints. Um the first the first game was terrible about that. Yeah. You kind of had to just fly by the seat of your pants and try and figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's almost impossible to figure out where the first one is. Uh, in the second game, after you buy the DLC, any character you load into is given an item. Yep. Like the the uh, White King's key or something, mm-hmm. and it's it like gives you a hint to where the door that it unlocks might be. And then you go in there, and that's the DLC area. See, that's um, much better than the first game. Yeah, the first game required it did like literally nothing changed until you killed this particular enemy that existed in the base game, mm-hmm. and only in the DLC did he drop an item that served as a key to when you go to a different place that you honestly may never ever go when you play that game. You could easily never go to the place where the DLC begins. Man. It's the craziest thing ever. Yeah, that's, that and seems it real, so esoteric. That seems real goofy. Yeah, but. I don't think there's any shame in playing that game with Google open. I do. Zero shame. For sure. All right. Um, Well, yeah, I mean, if you want to play it that way, you want to just not experience the whole game or you want to intentionally just surprise yourself, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think that's that's a way to play that game. But I think playing it with a wiki open is completely fine. That's just a way to play that game. Um, But I got got into Dark Souls 2 again because the hype train was just going off the rails like i was so excited for some reason um for the re-release and i started i just 
made a character and started just like playing through the first bits of the game. I haven't really made it that far, but mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm just I remember more about that game than I thought I did because I just I I love the first one so much, and I, I, the second one was my favorite game last year. Ooh, of of all of last year, all of the last year. Um, yeah, even though it came out in like the beginning of March. That's okay. And, and uh, I kind of forgot about it, and then I was thinking about my game of the year stuff, and I was like, no, definitely, it was my favorite game. Did that last game year. really come out last year? I feel like it's been out for longer. It's it came out like this time last year, man. Because like Bloodborne's or, coming up here in like a month. Yeah, March twenty something, and that's crazy. It is crazy. From I, software, I, just I cranking those bitches the, out. Uh, well, from software was working in collaborations with Sony Computer Entertainment. Japan Uh-oh. to make Bloodborne, um, and then Dark Souls Two is just a re-release, so mm-hmm. they probably just farted that one out. I know I did. It's a graphical. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Graphic. It was just a graphical boost, and yeah, yeah like some content. They add like a new character, and there's a new boss that is like people are saying is like the new final boss, which is good because the final boss of Dark Souls 2 is considered to be underwhelming by most, mm. but links to the first game in a really interesting way. Neat. And I'm, I'm just going to, I'm getting, whew, I'm just getting way ahead of myself. All I wanted to say was I played Dark Souls 2 and that game's fun. That game is I'm fun. I'm going to play it some more this week probably. 8 out of 10. Um... I give it like a nine out of ten. And we talk about nine eight, IGNs. Sure. The official scale that IGN uses to rate its games. Yep. Nine out of ten IGNs. Nine game nine names. IGNs out of ten IGNs. Do you think IGN's name that website comes from in game name? Uh, I doubt which it. Which is what IGN stands for? Is that what it really stands for? Well, it's something that it could stand for. I mean, it, it also could stand for. Um, Ignite Gorons now, but I don't think it stands for that can't, either. Can't do that. Yeah, can't. <laughs> and so it'd be, I'd be like, oh, oh man, I'd be like at work, and you'd be there, and we'd be working together, and we'd think that we were both normal people, and then you'd be like, oh, yeah, I got a raid on Sunday. I was like, oh shit, man, you play WoW, dude? What's your IGN? And then, and then that's how I would communicate to you that I'm also some kind of freak. I like World of Warcraft. I know. Tell me about um, Besieged, or whatever the hell that game is called. What's it called? It's, it's almost called that. It's Besiege. Oh, Besiege. I always like to add an extra letter on the, on, at the end of the names of my games, and I don't know the name. That's fine. That's okay. Tell, tell me about um, it. I, I've, seen, I've seen lots of GIFs yeah. going around on the Reddit. There's one where, like, there's, like, a robot dude, and, like, they made uh, him a piston oh, dick. Yeah, he's got. A f- Did you see the one where he shoots flames? Yeah, and yeah, that was great. Oh man, my my other favorite one was this guy who just made a basically a series of bombs arranged into like a grid, yep, like a square shaped grid, and then you put a helicopter blade on it, and it just lifted into the air, and the whole thing started spinning, and then at a certain point, he deployed all the bombs, and it created like a massive just carpet bomb. Oh, it sounds so good. Just like. Dude, it was so satisfying. I, I I can only imagine how long it took that guy to make that and get it perfect like that. Um, not very long. The physics in that game are super fucked up. So like, you'll notice you put like a spinning block on something, and then you up the rate of spinning, and that's very easily achieved. 
Really? Yeah. And this is this game's in early access, right? It is. Um, there, I think there's going to be some kind of. It's. I think at the end, it's going to be a puzzle game where you build a machine to solve a problem. Um, there's currently one world in there right now where you Wait, so do the that. Game, the game's not actually about killing people with machines. Um, I mean, that's usually that's just part like a of tech it. demo. It's usually part of it. Yeah. Um. So like, there's. I think it's like the third level. Um. There's like a rock wall with a bunch of archers on top, and the whole goal of it is to build something to destroy the little farm behind the wall. Um, and so my first thought was, well, I need to get over the wall. Let me make a flying machine. And so I worked on that I for probably thought, a whole week. I would have thought trebuchet. We need a trebuchet. I tried to make a catapult, and for whatever reason, I got to make a flying machine before I could make a successful catapult. Yeah, you were telling me about yeah. that. That seems crazy to me. It did. That I skipped a whole like, bunch of science in there. Just skip right... Well, well, we can't get this rock to fling off this stick. Let's take off and fly over the wall. Um, which I did. I did it very well. Okay. Well, I'm glad... I mean, that's the interesting thing about that game, I think, mm-hmm. is that you can solve it like a billion different ways exactly so like each problem um is tackleable tackleable in a thousand different ways um if not like hundreds of thousands of different ways um and you can just build some stupid shit um after i had made my flying machine um i went on the internet um and i i looked up um, other people's flying machines because I'm like, well, I made a dinky little one that was just like it only kind of worked and it got me over the wall and I threw a bomb um, twice, which was pretty cool. Um, and then I saw this guy's like, I made an airship carrier. Oh shit! And so the the nice thing about that game is you can import um, people's buildings, um, and so I did. And I have a pretty oh, nice computer. Cool. I, it's it's very nice. Um, mm-hmm. I have a very good graphics card and a pretty good processor. Do you, do you have a nine a nine seventy? I have in there? a nine eighty. Okay, good because I just heard that nine like uh, Nvidia is getting sued because there's some sort of false advertising about the N- the nine seventy. Oh, cool. Oh. Actually, maybe not good because you probably might might have gotten some sweet class action lawsuit cash out of it. Oh man, there's one time I got class action lawsuit cash from Apple. Yeah, I got like um, three hundred bucks. Really? Yeah. Why? What did you? What did you? Buy? I don't even know. I'm pretty sure it was um, iPod Classic it, related. Okay, um, so this is a while ago. The only one that comes to mind bucks. is the only one that comes to mind is uh, about class action lawsuits for Apple is um, the my child bought all of the in-game purchases because you didn't gate them in any way. Oh yeah, that's dot a thing. com. Yeah. Um, but everyone got like eight dollars if that happened. Yeah, I think. No, one day I got like a check in the mail, and I, and and I'm like, this this check just says two hundred bucks on it. This, this can't be right. The, and it was signed by Steve Jobs. Nope, it was signed by a lawyer man. But um, a lawyer man. Uh, anyway, uh, back to Besiege. Uh, okay, so, so this thing like crashed your computer. It didn't or something? crash it, but like there were so many moving parts in this airship carrier. Um that it took all 10 of my fingers to fly it 
and then uh, oh, and then <laughs> even if I could get it off the ground, um, once you start up all of the spinning, it's just it's just like two frames a second. So it's so slow. Uh, There's just how did that guy even make that? Is he like work? He's like works with the Pentagon. He has like the most powerful computer in the nation. I don't know how he like got to the point where there was a so many pieces and b to the point where he could like actually accurately test it, um, to like get it off the ground. But it flies, um, and it drops bombs. Two frames a second. And that thing has like eight little helicopter bombers on it and you fly them independently that's insane it's nuts i i i'm like okay clearly this game is too big for my britches and i just want to make little flying doohickeys and so i do do you do you think that there'd be a single puzzle in the final game that that thing could not solve um I think most of the puzzles it couldn't solve because um, zero frame because rate. zero frame rate. Also, um, on the when you're not in sandbox mode, it 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 limits the amount of space your machine can take up. Oh, okay. So that would definitely not meet this requirement. Yeah, that could hold you back. Yeah, they have to do something to. I don't know. This game is apparently seven dollars. It is worth every penny. Um, I wonder if I'm trying to see if they mention if it's going to increase in price when it is finally released. I mean, a lot of them end up doing so. I wouldn't. I would think they would like this be at least a fifteen dollar game. I was gonna say I wouldn't be surprised if it was a fifteen dollar game. That's what it feels like. Because it's not even. Yeah, yeah. I could definitely see this being a fifteen dollar game, but seven dollars, I might buy that shit right now. I think you should live. I think you should. I think you should buy it live on air for our listeners to hear you. Purchase. Mm, I don't really like all this peer pressure we got going I on. Think, this is a foster a good environment. I'm buying it. Good. I'm adding it to cart. Peer, Give me a Pepsi. Peer, <laughs> peer pressure yes. cast. Purchase for myself. Um, I think it's always nice that Steam's like, would you like to buy this for someone else? And I'm like, fuck no. No, hell no. It's for me, bitch. Uh, I, my Steam. Oh, I got money in my Steam wallet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm buying this oh, shit. I got yeah. a bunch of money in my Steam wallet. Uh, I love this working, game. It's working. stupid. Oh, God, it's so scary how fast I buy things. I just bought the thing. That's digital age, man. Uh, I don't know. I've been meaning to buy that game anyways. It looks wicked cool. It looks like the kind of game that I would not have any idea how to play. You don't. But if you can play it, I probably can. I can probably figure it out. It's it's one of those things where um, it, it's it's sort of – it reminds me a lot of um, Kerbal Space Program, which is another game that I love. Oh, man, you love that I game. I fucking love Kerbal Space Program. I love, ga- I love sandbox building – uh, vehicle games, I've decided. I got a game for you. Yep, Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Oh fuck! All right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Ryan, can I tell you about a game that I played? It's gonna make you really mad. Oh sure, go for it. I played more Destiny. Oh shit! <laughs> I played. I can't remember what my play count or like my hour count on Destiny. It's got to be up to 150 hours. By Holy now, Santa which, Claus shit! Which that is nothing compared to some people out there. Um, Ask me about my but WoW I, slash blade. Hey man, no, I mean this got nothing on my WoW slash blade either. Yeah, that's true. I love Destiny. Why? I think that game is great. I think it's fun. I don't think that's. And true. I've been playing it with my friend who recently just picked up the game when it was on sale. Yep. And we've just been doing, you know, some of the yeah we've been doing like replaying some of the strikes to get like new stuff to like get better gear and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But hey, like yeah, we've been replaying them, but. 
I mean, that's what it is. Like, you don't, there's only a certain number of dungeons in WoW. There's only a certain number yeah. of raid bosses, and you have to do them over and over. Like, it's it's a thing. It's an MMO shooter. See, but the shooting, yeah. the shooting in that game just is so good. That, like, I do like It feels so good. It's so, like, snappy. And the double, like, the movement and the double jumping and, mm-hmm. like, the sparrow you ride. Like, they got the gameplay down, figured out. Yeah. They, there are some issues with the content and the size of the maps and the the number of the maps and the variety and they also handled the they increased the level cap when they released the first expansion thingy yeah and the way they handled like making sure people just didn't buy super powerful gear from the new expansion right away mm-hmm. they handled that kind of poorly but they recognized that yeah so the next expansion is going to hopefully be a little bit different i'm going to keep my eyes peeled for that hmm. but like level caps 32 and you can only get there with rating and you need a six-man team to do that. Ooh. And I play on the Xbox One, and there's only five people who play on the Xbox One. So. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I know... I mean, even if you got to level 30... I won't. It's like all of us is only five people. Oh, so we just need one more dude? Yeah. And, pretty and, much. And me to, if we can get me and to play the find game. a time that all of us can play, which is impossible. Oh, man, that sounds pretty um, shitty. But I... I just, I really like that game. And I've just been leveling up my dudes. I've been doing that whole WoW thing where you're just like, I need gear. Like, why? It's like, I just need it. I need, I need gear. gear. I need gear. I it's need like, gear. why? You, you're already at the max level. You can just stop playing now. It's like, uh, no, I need gear. Yeah. I mean, I'm at that point now in WoW because they just released yeah, a new patch and I can grind for new profession gear. Um, Is that a game that you played this week? Uh, yeah. Because I just, I'm pretty much done with Death. I, I was just, not not done with it. I'm just done talking about it for now. I just I think that game's super fun. The like the strike bosses and stuff, although repetitive, if you're playing them with other people, super duper fun. One of the best multiplayer experiences I've had in a, in a while. It's just yeah. kind of bullshitting and just playing a super good shooter game with your bros and like trying to get new gear. I just I I don't think I like shooting enough. To like play that game. That's fair. Um, you kind of have to. Yeah, it's kind of prerequisite. And then, just like yeah. if you if you play WoW a lot, you have to really like playing the piano. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna need a new one key on my keyboard. <laughs> I bet you do. Um, I mashed that son of a bitch. Tell me about WoW. How's um how's Black Black Rock Foundry going for oh, you? Or whatever that's the fuck a really that called. Great. That's what, that was actually correct. Um, you is that the newest? Yeah, one? that's the newest one. Uh, just came out a couple weeks ago. Um, it's super good. The boss, uh, the bosses are super tight. Um, super good SNL references in there. Yeah. What? Hans and Franz. Oh yeah, that happened. Oh, that's a great fight. Um, like two, are they, um, are those just, are they just giant orcs? They're giant, like lumbering orc dudes. Yeah. Um, so that, that we did, we, uh, we did that fight, me and my raid team, the raidy brunch. Um, is that what you guys call yourselves? That's what we call ourselves. Um, Oh man, that's actually pretty funny. It's pretty great. Uh, I didn't. You come should up see with the, it. the big goofy smile I got on my face right now after hearing that. I got a big goofy smile just talking about it. Um, so we we downed Hans and Franz um, the for the first time last week, uh, which was Sunday. Uh, and the thing about that fight, and um, the thing about other people with that fight, is that the way it, the way it works is there's two um, blacksmithy ogre dudes or orc dudes in the room and they're jumping around and shit um, and they're like it on five conveyor belts that move 
different shit you have to not stand in and get hit by. Um, but when you're in that fight, and I'm, I play a Windwalker Monk, which is a melee class. Um, mm-hmm. We have to- you're really good. You're really good at explaining stuff about people who don't know. I just assume that everyone who listens to this podcast knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I just want to point that out real quick. I listen. Continue. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and so I realize what has to happen. At least, oh, kind of. Um, so, anyway, so I'm on my Windmarker Monk, and we're doing the dance, and we're we're running behind, you know, Franz, and I'm like, you know, punching him in the butt because that's what melee does. And yeah, specifically, don't Windwalker monks always shouldn't they always be behind the target, or they change that? They added back the the nice glyph that makes it so that I don't have to be behind um, bosses anymore. Kick. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is great, by the way. Um, anyway, so we're doing that, and. The, the conveyor belts are moving, and they all move um, against um, the way the boss is facing. And a lot of people, and myself included, um, have had a lot of motion stick problems with that fight. Really? Yeah. Um, it's it, super... Do you think they might actually change it because of that? They might have to. Um, I was doing it last week, um, and I was like, oh, this is fine. And then when we just did it now... Uh, for this last, for the first clear, I was just like, and I actually died because I couldn't, like, you couldn't even. I couldn't even. Um, I was like, "There's that's crazy." There's a lot of moving parts in that instance, and it's just like stampers coming down, and there's these sheets of hot metal that we call pop tarts because they look like pop tarts. Um, yeah, I mean, let it's, it's, actually, it's I. Intense. I know what you're talking about, actually. Pop-tarts. Now that I, now that I, I'm, I'm thinking about it, they do look like pop tarts. Right. Uh, the only reason I, I'm familiar with it because I watched you beat them last week. Oh yeah. Um, in a rare instance, I was at your house on Sunday morning. Um, I can definitely see how people get motion sick from that. It's I mean, rough. I don't ever. It's I don't ever because I'm a freak. Um, but I can definitely see how they'd be possible. See, I don't usually either. Like, I can, you know, read books in the car, play games in the car. I can go on boats. I can go on planes. No problem at all. Hans and Franz, all over the place. Um, Dude, that's the thing. Like... I, when I was little, I couldn't read in the car. and maybe want to just puke and die. Yeah. But my my mom was a reading the car champ. Mm-hmm. But then I would play the bonus levels in Sonic Three, the like the three D ones where you have to like jump up over all stuff over your game. And gear. no, and I was like, yo, this shit just makes sense. And my mom would walk in the room and she'd just like immediately become like ill. Yep. Like she couldn't she couldn't even handle it. But I was fine. Do you know? You, then you give me a book and put me in a car, and I'm like. <laughs> You know the uh, the Sky Golem mount in in WoW. Um, that's not the one. It's the one. For some reason, the only thing I could think of was the Vial of Sand. Just no, now. it's the, the engineering mount from Mists of Pandaria that looks like um, one of the Goblin Shredder things, and it flies uh, around. I don't. Th- I don't think I've ever actually seen it. Well, I made one, uh, which took an entire month. I was so excited um, when I finished it, and I got in that thing. And it's like cool walking around, stamp, stamp, stamp. I'm oh, a shredder guy. Okay, I have seen this. Thing. Yeah, and so, and then I'm like, okay, cool. It's time to fly. And so I get up in the air, and it does all of these neat, like flippy, turny, f- flippy things when it's flying around. I'm like, oh, this is so dope. And I would fly from um, the, uh, whatever that's called, the, 
The, oh, I can't even remember. It's only like shitty alliance place. Yeah, exactly. And I'd shitty alliance place. Shitty alliance okay. place. And I'd fly to my farm um, over the mountain and all that shit. The, sh- the shrine of seven moons. Is that what your one was called? Uh, maybe. It's either two two moons or seven suns or I don't know seven stars or nah, something like that. Oh, that that whatever. That, Shitty that alliance. Place is place. Relevant. Um, yeah. So I would fly over the mountain and, and then he's doing all these flippy shits and I'm just like. So this is not like the first motion sick wow moment I've ever had. Um, I, to this day, I can't use that flying mount. I can't. It, Are you serious? It's so rough, dude. It's so rough. Dude, you spend so much time and money on developing that thing. It's, you can't even use it. I like I, that's horrible. Thirty days of engineering cooldowns later, and I can't. I can't do it. Luckily, it makes a really cool ground mount, so that's fine. Okay. Um, it also apparently can become a submarine. Are you serious? I didn't even know that. That's what I saw a thing that said like in the PTR five point four, mm-hmm. it could become a submarine. I don't know if that like stayed in the game or whatever. I don't. I don't. Here's, I'm saying I don't think so, but I don't know. Here's the funny thing about WoW. Lay it on me. Is that you are? I mean, you obviously play more WoW than I do. Mm-hmm. You're my WoW friend. Like yes. you're you're that guy who I know who plays WoW. Yes. And because no one else plays WoW, I think I may be that for you. Um, because you always text me about random WoW things, even though you know I don't even have a level 100 yet. Yeah, I do. That's true. And you're just like, oh shit! Well, I gotta tell someone, someone, someone something about WoW. Who am I gonna tell? Uh, Nick. He, that guy. He knows what WoW is. Well, I could like tell my um, brother, but the big one. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. But, I didn't know that. Eh. Actually, I think he wanted he wanted to be my friend on Battle.net. Not surprised. Maybe I did know that. Um, except. We are like de- locked in a deadly struggle of alliance versus horde forever. It's awful. Although I do, I do have three alliance characters because I know so many people, so many people who play alliance that I was just like, well, if I ever want to play WoW with these guys, I should probably level some alliance characters. Yeah, it's and it, those are that's on the old server that you slash and burned and escaped from. I did, yeah. Um, but I like the thought of. I almost made a gnome last night. Are you fucking retarded? <laughs> I almost made. I almost made. I was like, "What alliance character can be mage?" Gnome. Um, I almost made a gnome. So what did you make that isn't a gnome? It was. It was a human, but I don't know if I'm gonna like keep her or whatever. I almost made another Draenei female. I mean, I have like they're my favorite. I have like five dwarves. So that's f- no. I have yeah. three dwarves. I've got a million. Um, Blood elves, right? So you have your favorites. That's okay. That. And then I actually Draenei is my favorite race. I love that they're on on alliance. Um, I love how Russian they are. They're great, and um, I find their their women to be alluring, <laughs> alluring. <laughs> uh, I actually I I got to tell you, Ryan, I tricked you. Did you? And I tricked you into talking about WoW because that was the next game that I played this week. Oh shit! Oh uh, yeah, so. I only played a little bit. I picked it up like within the past two days because of six point one, yeah, and um, heirlooms and stuff. Yeah, I got my I got my silly mount for level one characters. Me too. That's like an orc man in a tuxedo drives me around in a sidecar, and that's the oh, coolest thing ever. If that thing, was um, a... my friend, I was talking to my, yeah. I was talking to my friend who also plays WoW last night, and he said something on the lines of like, it's so retarded that you can get a level one mount. And I was like, you know why that is? It's because who the fuck cares anymore? Yeah, you can... Leveling is leveling doesn't exist. Yeah, you can get to level twenty in about 
three hours. And now that you have, you can just buy heirlooms with gold. Yep. It's like, and just have a level one, like a level 90 character. Yep. The well, 90 to 100 still takes some time because that's the current expansion. You can buy heirlooms for level 100. Yeah, but that costs a lot, bro. I mean, yeah, I'm sure I'm going to do it because I'm a fucking psychopath. No, it costs a lot, like at least 2,000 per heirloom. Like, I, I did get, um, and I did upgrade the five armor pieces for my uh, druid to level. Yeah, that's fine. I mean... And I'll probably do that for everyone. I just spent a bunch of gold on heirlooms if I upgrade them. Yeah, I bought all the neck pieces, which is pretty cool. Um, Yeah, I I got that and some weapons. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I want to... I don't have that much gold. I don't know how to invest it all into... Maybe just getting a cloth set for my priest or something. I don't know. You know what I haven't fucked with yet? What? Fucking WoW money. I have, like, no idea how to make money in this expansion, and it makes me... Oh, that must really be upsetting for you. It is. Because you're all about running that auction house. It is, because, I mean, like, yeah, I can sell some BOEs and shit, and it's just like, ah, fuck it. it. It's all... Everybody can get the same shit. There's nothing that you can sell that and makes people can money. only wear three pieces of crafted at a time yeah that's still true and like everybody has them already i mean i could probably i could probably sell like fully upgraded versions um that would probably make money but i don't do jamming uh i enchant gems make a little bit of money but i i, I just can't get enough resources so i bet enchantment enchantments where it's at same problem I don't know. I have to figure it out. And I'm, and nobody, none of, like, the gold people that, like, I used to find um, have updated any of their shit. Um, Maybe they just kind of took that shit out on purpose. Like, they didn't want people... I mean, I get enough money because, like, I have all of my um, alts do the treasure missions, um, which yeah. gets a pretty decent amount of gold at the end of the day because... I mean, is that a follower mission? Yeah, like there. If you get a a uh, into level three, you unlock these treasure missions, which are like a hundred gold each. Um, oh, cool! So, like, if you do like three of them across like four characters, it's a decent amount of gold. Oh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to invest in that shit. That sounds awesome. That sounds pretty good. You should do it. Um, Ryan, did you play anything else this week besides WoW? Because um, I feel like the past ten minutes, if you don't play WoW, you, this podcast, you're like, oh Jesus. Yeah, no, I, I'm. Yeah, no, I, that's that's the extent. That's it for you? Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you about one more game that I played that I've played before before I talk about some news. Okay, go for it. I played Guitar Hero. Did you? Two. Two. Yeah, I um, the other night or like a week ago, or like a month ago, I, I um. I was drinking beers, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm going to buy a Guitar Hero 3 guitar on eBay. Good. And I did. And it's awesome. It's in great condition. I can't imagine getting a better price for it. Mm. I do need to make some adjustments because that the design of that thing is flawed because the neck atta- detaches from the body. Gross. But there are some pretty simple modifications I can do to make sure that it get a little bit extra life out of it. Mm-hmm. And then... More recently, I was drinking some beers, and I was like, I need Guitar Hero games now, even though I have Rock Band 3 and a bunch of DLC. Yeah. So I got um, Guitar Hero World Tour. It came The guitar came with three, and I got a pack that was Guitar Hero 2 and Guitar Hero Aerosmith. 
oh shit and i popped in guitar hero 2 and i was like played like the first set of songs and i was like oh cool i have to play songs i don't like i don't want to play this game yeah that's how that because when i play a rock band and even if you're playing the one player mode in like rock band 3 you can just pretty much pick which songs you want to play for those tour challenges it's true yeah um and so the fact that it was like I had to play this song I'd never heard before, like Awesome Possum or something. I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> I was a little bit a little bit off put by that. Yeah. But I love I, I just love Guitar Hero and Rock Band and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm still mm-hmm. kinda into it. Um but there's so many other games I'm playing, I don't know I'm gonna keep up with Guitar Hero. Speaking of Guitar Hero, yep. there's actually a rumor going around that at E three they're going to announce a new one that that's more realistic. Boggles my mind. Yeah, uh, I mean, Activision still has got the rights to that, and they're really good at driving rhythm games into the ground. Mm-hmm. So after they killed it, I thought it would just stay dead. Like, I don't really see a DDR reboot coming anytime soon. Yeah, it'll never happen. But maybe they've been watching, they've been listening to the ground, listening to the footsteps, hearing the hooves coming, and they're like, now is the time for the absence of Rock Band. Is Now is the time for a plastic guitar game. Although there's another rumor going around Rock Band. that it's a little bit more than a rumor. That Rock Band is having getting a, a next generation release of some kind or a current generation. I really release. hope that if that happens, I don't have to drop another like three hundred bucks on a new set of plastic instruments. That would probably, I think, that would be their kiss of death. I think that yep. they would die if they if they made everyone do that because there's so many people who aren't going to do that. There's probably so many people who would say, "I'm going to buy this game, probably buy a lot of DLC as long as I can keep my instruments," and they've just got to figure out some way to make that work. Yeah. Against all odds, I think that's what Harmonix has to do. We're, well, I'm going to go drive to Harmonix headquarters right now and tell them that. Okay, good. You should do that. It's it's probably like 45 minutes from my house. Okay. Oh, sweet. Not even. Not even. Yeah, that's um, true. I forgot they're a Boston company. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, speaking of music games. Yeah. And music in general. So I've been writing some more, good. and I was listen. I'm trying to find music to listen to while I write, and I want like music with lyrics. Mm-hmm. Because it'll fuck up my writing, you know. I'm whatever. I'm singing, and I want to sing along, and every once in a while, and um, so I've been looking for some good video game soundtracks to listen to. Tell me about it. Um, uh, I've the the hashtag Super Brothers soundtrack, Sword and Sorcery, mm. um, which is I think the album that the title of the album is Ballad of the Space Babies. That sounds great. Um, it's a really good soundtrack for. Uh, no, no, it's just a really good soundtrack mm. for like a, for like uh, it's an, an indie game. Came out on IG, um, iOS first as a PC release. Got a couple ones to listen to. Super Meat Boys, obviously great. Shovel Knight. Um, Shovel Knight, great soundtrack. Dude. I didn't even do that. I have the Mi- Minecraft one to listen to. Um, the Bastion, the Bastion soundtrack. That's a is great. Amazing. I don't know soundtrack. if I could write to it, but the Bastion soundtrack is objectively amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, Dust Force has a really, really good soundtrack. Risk of Rain is a good one. Oh, yeah, um, it does. I downloaded the... Uh, I got all the stuff from my extensive collection, extensive collection of Humble Bundles. Mm-hmm. I downloaded the Saints Row the Third original soundtrack, which Saints Row is full of all sorts of licensed music, and they've got like eight tracks that were composed for the game, and they're actually pretty good. Hmm. Um, and Thomas Was Alone has a pretty cool soundtrack, too. Very chill. Yeah. Um, very, probably get some good writing done to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan, we're just about hitting an hour exactly. Oh. I'm just going to f- do some 
fire off some news in some sort of speed round. Fire off the news. Here we um, go. Start the clock. So I'm just going to read you. I'm going to read you this line from my show notes. Yep. The way I wrote it. Okay. Uh, young boys, destiny characters deleted by man who looked God in the face. Okay. Did, did you hear about this at all? No. Okay. So apparently the PS4 has some sort of function where you can let other people assume control of your uh, console for some reason. Yes, it's to help stupid people play games. Uh, that sounds stupid. That's a bad idea. Yep. But even worse, this guy is an 11 year old kid. He was told, some guy on Destiny told him that if he let him control his console, he'd show him some awesome glitch. And so he did that. Mm -hmm. And then he walked away from his PS4 for some reason. Why would you do that? And that guy took the opportunity to delete two of his characters. Oh, my God. Um, And then everyone's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, that's not even cool. Why would you do that? This 11-year-old kid. What the What the F? And then, like, people reached out to him. And I read the story on Game Informer. Game Informer reached out to this guy who supposedly did the deleting. Mm-hmm. He was, he's the owner of the account, officially. Like, Kermit the Frog, or is the name of the account or something. Um, and he's like, they got a response from his mother. And was like, hey, my son got into a terrible head-on car collision, like, six months ago. And he's been, like, kind of foobar ever since. And, like, messed up on pain medication that makes him sleep all the time. Mm. And... The guy, the kid was basically just like, oh, he's not like a kid. He's like probably a little bit younger than us. Yeah. But he was like, I don't know. This is, there's like people like come over and like use my PS4 and stuff. And like, I'm basically like passed the fuck out all the time because of pain medication. And I don't know who did that. And I think it's kind of messed up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this story got out of hand fast. Yeah. I thought right? it was just some kid being a dick. And then it was like, Oh my god! I heard about the guy who like almost died in a car crash, and like that is that's some shit. All right, quick call back to last last week. Yep, Grow Home. They've announced that if the PC version sells well enough, they're going to make a console version for Xbox One and PS4. That would be dope. Um, would you actually rebuy it? Nope. All right. <laughs> more Rock Band DLC came out this week. Really? Um, yeah, it's like two more songs. Great. Just to reinforce that whole maybe they're coming back thing. They're coming back. It's happening. Uh, something is happening over there. Rock um, Band 4, PS5. So the the Order 1886 came out. A, I heard that's um, a bad game. Uh, oh, I thought I thought for sure that you would have purchased it and played it right away because it's a new IP and nope. no one knows. Uh, the, right before the game came out, there was this rumor coming around. Someone played through the whole campaign and the, the game was only five hours long. Mm-hmm. And that's $12 per out. hour. People were freaking out about – you can get – yeah. People were freaking out about the length of the game, as people tend to do, yep. because games are supposed to be long, which is not true. They have to provide a good experience. I mean, I don't know about you. I don't have a whole lot of – I don't have, like, a ton of time to play video games. If a game can give me, like, a really cool, life-changing experience in five hours, two hours, one hour, five 30 minutes, minutes I, like, that's awesome. Yeah. That's way more powerful than – like a game that lasts for twenty hours that I just kind of don't have the time for, or a game that Although lasts for do, ten years. Like wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that is the opposite side of the spectrum, right? Um, people people come out saying that it takes longer than that, especially if you're playing on hard. Mm. But overall, I've heard that game is just a corridor. That's all I'm hearing is that it's just you walk down a corridor and you shoot a werewolf and you keep moving. That sounds there's bad. No deviation yeah. at all. I think Giant Bomb um, gave it a two. 
Really? Yep. That, that's not that is not high praise. I mean, they're two is out of five. So yes, but still, that's no it's, undeniably it's pretty, it's, not high praise. Yeah, it's pretty not well received from what I can see. I will buy that game oh. for ten dollars. Yeah, I might play that game for ten dollars. Yeah. It's got a sixty-six Metacritic, so take that with what you will. I won't. All right, last news: the first Animal Crossing for the GameCube, the speed, the first speed run, hundred percent speed run of Animal Crossing was completed this week. What? Do you want to wager how fast the speed run happened? A hundred percent got every item in the original Animal Crossing. When did that game come out? The the GameCube, so 2002, 2003, maybe? Uh, 13 years. No, he did it... Well, no, he's a speedrunner who did it. Yeah, 13 years. He did it in in 71 hours. That's a long time. He may have been using some sort of duplication glitch, but that's how long it takes. That's the the world record, 100% speedrun for Animal Crossing, 71 hours. That's fucking nuts. He devoted himself to getting every single item, and that includes like wait, like I'm assuming he did all sorts of save, like um, date manipulation and glitching and stuff like that mm-hmm. to get everything. Mm-hmm. But, but still, that's insane. That's fucking bananas. The dedication, because I, I remember watching Awesome Games Done Quick this past interval that they do that at, and they did a, a quick speed run of just like in 45 minutes they were able to get they were able to get themselves out of debt with Tom Nook. Mm-hmm. Which was pretty impressive, but seventy-one hours to get everything, man. It's done. People are out there playing the playing games the hard way. They're getting it done. That's fucking nuts, dude. Uh, okay. I I got my news in for the week. I was just so excited about the news. I had to just I had to just get, get some it news out in, there, girl. Man. Yeah, get it. Yeah, I had I had to just had to do it. Uh, everybody should go to www.bearversusman.com. Um, I've been writing some stuff. Yeah, you have. Uh, I, I wrote a thing. I'm working on some other stuff, but I'm I got some bad writer's block. I don't have as much time to devote to it as I'd like to. Um, but I'm working on some stuff. <clears throat> I'm assuming Ryan is as well. I haven't are written you, shit you... this week, but I'm working on something. <clears throat> you got the you got the thought train going because at a certain point I just had to stop and say say like I'm not ready to write this because I haven't thought about it enough. Yeah, I'm I'm working on a couple of side projects that I'm not ready to talk about. I might do I might write something up about um, Off World Trading Company. Um, because I want to tell people about that game in another yeah, format. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah, it's a good game. Um, uh, I, I'm just like when I'm when I'm working, like I'm at my day job or I'm doing whatever. Uh, I just like generally sometimes think about writing, mm-hmm. and after a certain amount of thinking, I go, "All right, now I'm ready to like actually put pen to paper, so to speak." And right. I haven't done enough thinking about this article I'm working on, so right on. It's going to be a bit. Uh, but go to bearversusman.com. Um, you can listen to the podcast there, obviously. We're also on iTunes now. iTunes. Which is insanity. Yep. Um, we're listed, I'm assuming we're listed under gaming. You just look for Bear vs. Mancast. Funny story about that, um, real quick. Um, yeah. The, 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 so when you make a podcast, um, mm-hmm. you have to tell iTunes what category you want to be in. And for a small mo- monogram of time, we were listed in the automotor- automobile category. 
Um, because they automatically put us there or because you because, hit the wrong button? No, because I put in um, games and hobbies is the overarching category, and then video games is under that. But in games and hobbies, the first one is automobiles. And so since I didn't select a subcategory, it put us in automobiles. Hmm. Yeah, it was, it's, that's yeah, that's my story. Um, I hope one person listened to it thinking it was about cars. I was just like, wait a minute. Yeah. This is about them video games. Oh, what? This, I, this is bullshit. I wanted to learn about hammies. Uh, hammies. Yeah, listen, listen to me isolate groups of people here. Um, but yeah, look for us on iTunes. Um, that'd be kind of cool. Listen to it on your, your phone. Yeah. Um, or just go to our website and check it out there. Um, there's lots of links there. Email us. Um, follow us on Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. Nick, what is the um, email address? You should go check it out for sure. We should tell people about it. About what? Our email address. Okay. So if you want to, if you want to email us the like the podcast specifically, it's bear versus man gaming at gmail dot com. Um, but like I said, if you're looking for links to all this stuff, bear versus man, all that stuff is on there. Bear versus man dot com. I think. All the links. Um, and every, I think everyone should have like a really fantastic week going forth. It's a beautiful, sunny, frigid Wednesday out, and I'm going to go um, just have a, have a great time. Yeah, man. In the cold, and play some video games. Yeah, play video games. Play play one video game this week, and you'll be well on your way to a life of success. A life of of a crippling video game obsession like we have. Right. That. All right, man. Yeah. See you later. Bye, everybody.